Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Tales from the Crib. My name is Glenn, and I will be your host as together we explore the wonderful world that is Gateway Horror. Now, before we go ahead and get started on this week's episode, I just want to go ahead and give you guys a little bit of a shout out. Throw a little bit of appreciation your way, if you don't mind. And I want to thank you for being us this month. This month of January has been very good for us in terms of downloads and traffic. And, you know, I just want to put it out there that we really appreciate, uh, like, all the love that you guys show us. Um, We really spent a good amount of time today, um, well, this month, really, migrating all of our old episodes from our um, former podcast host, Libsyn, over onto our new hosting over at SoundCloud. And, you know, it's really... uh, it's just very, it's a very tedious process uh, to move everything over, and um, you know, I just wanna, I, I just wanna let you guys know how much it means to us that you know you, you guys have continued to support the show, continue to listen, continue to download, continue to tweet at us, and uh, just really, you didn't forget about us while we uh, kind of went through a little bit of remodeling, and that really means a lot to to both uh, Seth and I. You know, we really try uh, to put a good amount of effort into the show and with all the stuff that we have going on between like work, school, kids, uh, moving the show, um, there's a, there's a lot of moving pieces and it's just good to know that you guys are there and you were anxious to hear more from us. Uh, and you know, you didn't, you didn't uh, move on. So thank you for sticking with the podcast. Thank you for, you know, your support in the future. And uh, let's just go ahead because I do believe that that sound means that it is time for the buzz. Now, in case you are just tuning in to uh, the first, uh, this, if this is your first episode of Tales from the Crib, uh, by this introduction, it sounds like it's my first episode of Tales from the Crib, but if this is yours, uh, I just wanted to take a minute and let you guys kind of know what the buzz is. Now, the buzz is kind of like a news segment where I talk about some of the recent things that are going on in the world of horror. Uh, kind of like the greatest hits of what's happening. And uh, I just bring it up here, share my opinions, and then I hope to hear your opinions on these topics and more over on Twitter. So by all means, if there's uh, you know something that you want to weigh in on, share your opinion, make a recommendation, or you know even feel free to correct me over at From the Crib on Twitter, and we can continue the dialogue there. Now let's go ahead and get it started uh, with the fact that I really feel like January is kind of the new month of horror when you think about it. I can't tell you the last time that I've wanted to go to the movie theaters so badly as I do right now. Because right now, there are three movies in the movie theater uh, of the horror genre that I would really like to see. And sadly, you know, it's a rare occurrence that we ever have three horror movies in the theater at the same time. I feel like the stars are aligning or something like that. It's it's insane. Uh, right now, in theaters, uh, when that when, while I'm recording this and, and when it comes out, you will have Split, the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. You will have The Bye Bye Man. And you will also have Rings. So three horror movies, all actually, I believe, rated PG-13. So... That, that really fits in with our whole like realm, our whole area of expertise here on the podcast. And that's super exciting for a lot of reasons. One, Split, M. Night Shyamalan movie, 
kind of like a, a horror movie set about this uh, guy who kidnaps these two girls, and he has what appears to be multiple personality disorder, and uh, he, you know, abducts them. But he also, you know, one of his personalities—they're not all bad. Some of them are good. So he is also their captor and like their closest ally. So I'm super excited to see kind of how that M Night Shyamalan movie turns out. Of course, there's probably going to be a twist. There's a twist in more or less all of his movies. Uh, and lately, I've actually liked M. Night Shyamalan's films more, uh, you know, more than I haven't. I really did enjoy, if we're kind of taking in his whole filmography into account, I really enjoyed The Sixth Sense, obviously. that I feel like that's a fan favorite. But I also like Signs is pretty good. It's actually growing on me over time. I really did enjoy Devil. He wrote on that. I didn't see Avatar. Unbreakable was really good. And, uh, you know, it just seems like I hear that The Visit was also great. So I want to check that one out, too. So I, I'm willing to give him a chance. The, the preview for this movie looks great. And I know you can't always go by the preview. In fact, sometimes it's a little dangerous to do so. But my man knows how to cut a trailer. This movie looks good. He's selling it to me. And I, my friends, am buying. And that's split with M. Night, by, uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Next movie, uh, we talked about it a little bit on the last episode, so I'm only going to briefly mention it here, and that is The Bye Bye Man. And it looks like it's kind of stealing a little bit from um, Nightmare on Elm Street, where basically there is this evil being, almost like the boogeyman, and if you think about him, or you say his name, or you write his name down, he comes after you and he gets you. I don't exactly know what happens, what the process is, they're kind of vague about it in the trailer. To be honest... Does not look like it's the best movie, like, you know, ever put to film. And I'm not asking for a lot. You know, I'm asking for some good jump scares and a somewhat interesting story. That being said, I don't really know if this movie is going to bring that to the table. But if it could bring at least the jump scares, I would go, I would go see it. And, uh, I mean, could I? do I recommend it? Having the very small amount of knowledge that, uh, you know, that I do on it, probably would pass unless I was seeing it as, like, a double feature or... A triple feature, you know, if you will. If anybody sees all three of these movies, please let me know. And the third movie is going to be Rings. Now, this is a, I believe, originally Rings, I believe, is a prequel in the Japanese, like, horror franchise of The Ring. Or, or Ringu, if you will. But in America, I do believe Rings is being treated as a sequel. Because in this one, it appears as though the movie has actually, uh, the tape has actually gone viral, found its way over onto the internet, and now more people are seeing it than ever before. It's possible for you to watch this, like, on your smartphone, and in one of the commercials, they actually, uh, they actually watch it on a plane, like a whole plane full of people watch the movie. So, I'm kind of interested to see where it goes. Um, you know, The Ring and Sadaku, uh, they are both, like, you know, they're, they're, they're franchise horror villains. They're pretty famous, I feel like, when you compare them to some of the other um, franchise villains that we have currently. Because we haven't had a new Freddy movie in a while. We haven't had a new JC movie in a while. So, you know, The Ring is probably one of our more current entries into franchise horror with, uh, with like a discernible bad guy character. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to check it out. I would definitely go see it. Um, I, I don't know, you know, if it's going to be good. The, the trailer, like the first trailer, really kind of seemed ridiculous. And then the second trailer was much scarier. So I am very excited to, to go check it out. And, I mean, I would love, like, I don't know if the stars are going to align where I can go see all three of these movies. I feel like that's a little bit too much because I literally have to spend almost all day at the movie theater, which would be awesome. That's a great way to spend the day. But time is at a premium now for me uh, at this stage in my life. As I say, as I sound like the ultimate adult that I am. So I don't know uh, if I'd get a chance. So 
but I am hoping to be able to maybe live vicariously through you guys. If you guys go out and see any of these movies, please let me know what you think of them over at From the Crib on Twitter. I would love to kind of talk to you, get your input as to what you think, and uh, if these movies are good, bad, or just, you know, if you're just indifferent on them. Either way, I'd be glad to talk to you. And now we're going to go ahead and move over into I Screen, You Stream. Uh, this segment, I should say, is a segment where I talk about some of the, uh, like, some of what I feel like are some good picks to watch that you can uh, check out on some of the different streaming apps. And while I started with, like, one or two, and now I've expanded to four, because I'm trying to hit kind of, like, all the marks. That way I make sure that I touch on a service that hopefully you guys have. I know not everybody has everything. I don't have all of these that I'm mentioning, so I want—I really try to do a little bit of research and try to bring you guys what I think might be worth your while. So, that being said, let's go ahead and start off with, like, the big guy, and that's going to be uh, Shudder, uh, which is AMC's streaming horror service. It's like, if you have Amazon Prime, I think you can get it for, like, $7.99 a month. Otherwise, I think it's $10. Um, they have great, great content, and even for free, if you go to Shutter.tv, they actually they actually stream just a bunch of their movies, um, like back to back to back to back to back for free, like a, like a horror movie network um, that you would catch on like cable, which is super cool. It's a great way for you to discover some uh, some scary movies without actually having to like pay for any of them. So if you're not really sure what you want to watch one day, just go ahead and throw up Shutter TV. I think you guys will really think it's cool. But Shutter uh, by Amazon is, or excuse me, by AMC is more or less the only way for you to be able to go see, uh, <laughs> for you to be able to go see Sadaku versus Kyoko, um, which is The Ring versus The Grudge. Now, those movies, um, like if you want to see, it, it's more or less like Freddy versus Jason, but with you know the two main bad guy characters from. The Ring and The Grudge. So I'm super excited to check this out. Shudder is the only place as American distribution for it. And if you want to get like the DVD or the Blu-ray, you definitely can, but you have to import it. And you have to import it from Hong Kong because they are the only uh, um, one that have it with um, English subtitles. Unless, of course, you can speak Japanese or Chinese, um, you can order it from Japan. And Japan actually has a really, really sweet uh, collector's edition. And both the Japanese and the Chinese version uh, of this are region-free. So you could do it, uh, but the only one that has uh, American or English subtitles is going to be the version from, um, uh, from Hong Kong. So if you want it on Blu-ray, get the version from Hong Kong. Otherwise, check it out on Shutter. You can sign up for a free trial, and you can check out this awesome movie. I, like, they did some crazy promotional things for this film. They went through, and they had, um, they had, um, Kyoko, uh, throw out, like, the first pitch in one of the, in, like, a Gamori Giants baseball game. They had her, like, out in different shopping centers in Japan, scaring people. Uh, it, it was super, super cool. They had Samara come out of, uh, Sadaku come out of, of like, different posters, uh, like, from the ring. So they did all types of cool viral stuff to make this, like, creepy. Um, and I hear that it's fun. It's a good time. It's exactly what you think it might be. It's very much in that Freddy versus Jason tone. So, you know, I feel like you go in there with the right expectations, this might be a lot of fun. And I'm definitely excited to check it out. Um, and you can only see that on Shutter at the moment. So go ahead and take a peek. If we ever get a version here, you know, released in America that you can buy readily, I will definitely bring it up over on our next section and talk about it. But until then, Shutter or the Hong Kong Blu-ray version. Kind of your only two choices if you want to be able to uh, 
uh, see it in uh, with English subtitles. Next movie I want to talk about is over on Hulu, which has actually gotten pretty good in terms of what they have available for horror. Just a couple weeks ago, um, we had Friday the 13th, and they were the only place that you could go to for a um, to be able to stream all the Friday the 13th films. So you got to give them props for that one. And this month, uh, this week, I should say, the movie I want to talk about is called Trucks. Now, Trucks seems like it's pretty much just a remake of Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. Now, Maximum Overdrive is a film in which big rig trucks get, like, possessed and terrorize people in a town. It It's ridiculous. It starts Emilio Estevez, and it's not exactly Stephen King's best movie, okay? But it, it, I guess it's one of those so bad it's good. But to be honest with you, it's not quite that good. And Trucks is basically uh, like a reimagining or, to be honest, it seems like it's kind of like a ripoff of that. But I feel like if it's done in the right tone, it might be funny. So maybe I'd sit back and watch this with some friends and see like what it looks like when big rigs take over a town in the year 2017. I don't know. Go into it with the right expectations. Hopefully it's fun. Trucks on Hulu. Uh, next one is actually going to go ahead and I'm going to swing the pendulum back to being scary again. And that's going to be Sinister over on Netflix. Now, if you haven't seen this movie, I highly recommend it. It is very scary. It is, uh, follows Ethan Hawke and he is a true crime writer who moves into a house where some like horrible murders have happened to write his new book. So he's like, I'm going to move in here, write my new book and kind of like live in the history. So hopefully it inspires me. And he stumbles upon some footage that was actually filmed of the murders in his attic. And because of it, he starts to see visions and, like, specters and ghosts, uh, particularly this one guy. And he kind of, like, learns the story behind how it happened. The scenes in which he views these footage and this film, it's super scary, super creepy. I highly recommend that you check this out. I have not seen the sequel, Sinister 2. Um, I, I don't know how, how good it is. I hear it's not that great, but... The original is certainly worth your time. If you haven't checked it out, um, you know, it is it is good. It will definitely make you jump a few times. Uh, I would go check it out. And that's Sinister on Netflix. And lastly, rounding it up uh, is going to be over on Amazon Prime, which, by the way, has a lot of great selection. Uh, if you haven't checked out what Amazon Prime is bringing to the table and you have Prime for shipping, check out their streaming video. They have a lot of good stuff on there. And that is actually going to be uh, The Witch. Now, The Witch is uh, a period piece set in the 1600s, all about like the Salem witch, witch trials. It follows this one family and their experience with uh, like a witch in their house. Uh, it's, uh, it's very much a period piece. Uh, they speak in Old English. It is more like high drama slash thriller. Um, there are a couple scary moments, but it's more like um, it's more like dread-inducing. So it's a different type of horror, a different pace to it. If you're looking for something a little bit new that is very well-received, I would check out The Witch over on Netflix. Um, they just released some of the Academy Awards in that, um, a couple days ago. Uh, I'm not sure if The Witch is nominated for anything, but I could certainly see it getting nominated for something uh, because it is... Uh, it is very successful, I feel like, in what it sets out to do. To be a period piece set in horror with all the acting on point and, some, and a great, great score. I wouldn't be surprised if it got nominated for a score because it sets the tone uh, of Dread very well. And that is The Witch over on Netflix. 
Shop Smart. Now let's go ahead and roll right Shop in into Shop Smart. Smart. Shop Smart is the segment and where we like to talk about some of like the horror-inspired deals that you can find over out there on the internet. And traditionally, I stick to Amazon, although I am open to pretty much anything. Uh, but you know, for me, I gotta have it in two days. You know, gotta get those deals quick, quick. And the two things that I'm focusing on uh, this week are going to be one is really cool. It's a VHS video cover art book. So if you just go over to Amazon, you type in VHS video cover art, you're going to see two. Uh, and I'm going to focus on the main one, which is all different like 80s and uh, maybe like early 90s inspired box art. And it's like a tale or like a coffee table book uh, of all the different video box art. Uh, from different movies because back when you used to go to the video store you had to like um, you basically used the box art as your guide to what you were going to pick out you know you didn't have at the time there was no smartphone to kind of give you insight as to what that movie might be about and a lot of people kind of just you know to quote the cliche judged a book by its cover and went by whatever cover looked the most visually appealing so they really had to push themselves in terms of art if it was scary they had to make it look like a scariest thing you've ever seen if it was a comedy they made they had to make the cover look like you were gonna have the best time when you were watching it so they really put a lot into this um into these artwork uh and these books are a great retrospective uh and you're gonna know the horror cult action one when you see it it's a large book uh very colorful huge pictures uh, and I believe it's around $37 or so. Uh, so personally, I'm waiting until like maybe a used one shows up so I can grab a copy of it because I want to see if I can get a little bit of a better deal on it. But they're also, the reason I'm not specifying a title is because there's also another one that's a paperback book that's around like 300 pages uh, that I think is like $6 used. Now, that one spans kind of all genres uh, of the video age uh, and not really just like horror action uh, and stuff like that. It's kind of like across the board, uh, but it's very much the same, sets the same uh, tone, uh, all about focusing on the artwork that used to be in the video store and kind of bringing the glory of the video store back into the limelight. Because I got to be honest with you, I love streaming video. I love being able to have a huge amount of videos with me at any given time. You know, using these services that we mentioned in Ice Cream Ustream, it is awesome. And it is changing the way that we watch movies. Uh, you know, I feel like for the better. But to be honest, I really do miss the like the feeling of not knowing what you're going to pick and going over to the video store and choosing something off the shelf. You know, we used to finish those movies because the process of selection that you went through was so long. You know, you went to the video store and you were in there for at least like 20 minutes if you were in and out because you wanted to like you know pick something good you had to, you didn't just like pick the first thing off the shelf you, you narrowed it down you had like three or four movies you started with and you're like let's go with this one because of x y and z uh and it was a you know it was an occasion to go to the video store now we open up netflix and we pick something and if we don't like it we bail on it in like five minutes um and because of that we don't really um you know we consume content that that's what a lot of people say like my content like you gotta have content for people you know, it's, we kind of forget that, you know, they're, they're movies, they're art that people put time and effort into. And um, because we have the ability to just switch to something else real quick, we don't stick with things as much as we used to anymore. And we might be missing out on something, um, you know, have we only given it a chance. So I miss that part of the video store. And I hope that in a way one day it comes back. Who knows? We'll see. Go over on the Amazon, type in v VHS um, uh, box art. 
search and you will see a couple different books. Check them out. They range anywhere from $6 up to $40. Uh, and I think it's definitely worth your time. Um, harkens back to a simpler time, if you will. The next one, we're going to switch gears completely, and it's going to be a video game. A video game for PlayStation 3, uh, no less. Um, I don't know how many of you guys out there um, play games or have uh, a PlayStation 3, but this deal was just too good to pass up, and that's going to be Dead Space for $6.26. That is a bargain. This is easily a $60 game uh, You know, when it first came out. Obviously, it's dropped in price, but I mean, $6? That's brand new for 6 bucks. You can't beat that. For those people who don't know, Dead Space follows the, the story of this um, space explorer who gets kind of like marooned uh, on a spaceship. He's like a scientist, and he has to deal with like monsters, very very much in the alien uh, sense. But these monsters, there's a lot of different types. There's not just one, uh, and you have all different ways in which you have to attack them. And um, they're very kind of like, they're, they're not overpowered. They require you to spend some thought into kind of how you're going to dispatch them. You can't just walk into a room with, like, guns blazing. And a lot of times these monsters are hiding somewhere, and they focus on the scares. They want these monsters to pop out and terrify you, and they are really scary looking. It's like a mixture between Alien and John Carpenter's The Thing. If you haven't played Dead Space, the story is really, really good. And to be able to pick up uh, a game like this for 6 bucks, uh, I mean, I feel like you can't go wrong with that. That's over on Amazon. Dead Space 3, go check it out. And the cool thing is, it's not absolutely necessary that you've played the first two if you haven't um, to play this one. Um, I mean, you can, if you really want to know the story, you can easily go on YouTube. And I think that they actually uh, have a recap in the beginning of the game to kind of bring you up to speed. So don't feel like you're missing out. You can still enjoy a great game at a great price. Dead Space 3, Amazon Prime, go check it out. And, and that's going to bring us over on to our main feature. Now, what I want to talk about this week is an awesome Netflix original uh, series. Now, they're calling it original series, but they actually brought it over from England. And that is a series called Crazy Head. Now, Crazy Head is more or less um, almost like a current day reimagining of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It follows these uh, two girls as they battle against demons. Now, it all starts off with this one girl um, who kind of lives on her own. She works at a bowling alley um, full-time, and she's going, uh, she just um, went through, like, a breakup, and she's depressed, and she's starting to see, like, these figures. She doesn't really know what it is, so um, she's on, like, a special type of antidepressant slash medication that she takes uh, to hopefully make them go away. Um, But she still sees them now and then, and uh, they're scary-looking. And as it turns out, she runs into another character, who uh, find, who kind of reveals that she can see them herself. She's seen them for years, and she hunts them, They're, and that they're demons, and she's not crazy. Like, you know, we see these together. And um, they partner up, and they start to try to learn a little bit more about the demons, where they come from, how to fight them, and, like, what to do about them. Think, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets John Carpenter's They Live uh, in modern day with a heavy, heavy focus on comedy. That's what's so cool about this series. It is comedy first, horror a very, very close second. Um, It aims to make you laugh. It is shot very much in a way like, um, I mean, it's it's shot like a regular, uh, like movie or or TV series, but it's uh, like, you know, it feels, it's very lighthearted. 
but it's still when, when the when the scares come, like they're good. You know, there's some couple good jump scares. The monsters look creepy, um, but it's not overly scary. I feel like a teenager could definitely watch this show, and I feel like it is open to like you know a lot of people to be able to watch this. This is a good all ages show. This this show is exactly what Tales from the Crypt was kind of set out to do to provide uh, you know a highlight to all the gateway horror. And I think Crazy Head is a great place to start. I feel like people not only could a lot of ages watch it, um, but people who might not necessarily appreciate the genre of horror, this might be a great place for you to kind of get your feet wet. Uh, because the characters themselves are really likable, um, which is sometimes something you struggle with uh, in our genre. You know, like, we don't exactly have, like, the best characters, I'll be honest with you. Um, for the most, And for the most part, our best characters are usually the bad guys. You know, that's why people root for Freddy. That's why people root for Jason, because the good characters, quote-unquote, are usually doing things that are, like, wrong, immoral. They're usually jerks. Like, they don't make you root for them. You want them to, like, get killed by the monster. But in Crazy Head, you know, you're on the side of these two girls. You want them to do well. You want them to survive. Um, they're very, very likable. They're very funny. Uh, so they do something well uh, in the genre of horror in this show that... For the most part, most scary movies fail at doing, and that is to get you on the side of like the good guy. Uh, so you gotta tip your hat to Crazy Head for this one. Uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, it's a British TV show, uh, comedy horror. You should definitely check it out. I think there's two. I think there's. I don't know. To be honest with you, I feel like there's two seasons on there, but there might only be one. Um, so. Uh, I'm working my way through this uh, with my wife, who usually doesn't really like scary um, movies or scary TV shows too much. So uh, we're watching it together, and uh, she tolerates this one pretty, you know, pretty well. Uh, we're working our way through. I think we're on episode five. Uh, I think there's about ten or twelve episodes. So I would definitely recommend you go check out Crazy Head uh, over on Netflix. I'm having a great time with it. If you have seen any of the things that I uh, have talked about this episode. If you've seen Split, Rings, Bye Bye Man, Sadaku versus Kyoko, um, if you've seen anything uh, like that we talked about in Ice Cream Newsstream, if you watch any of that, if you love Crazy Head, please let me know over on at From the Crypt on Twitter. I would love to talk to you guys a little bit about it there, especially if you've seen Sadaku versus Kyoko. I would love to know like what your take is on it, if you thought it was fun. Um, I, re- I really do want to avoid, uh, avoid spoilers, so please don't ruin anything for me. But I would love to get uh, kind of like your little mini review of it. So uh, let me know what you think over on at From the Crib. Go ahead and check us out at our new home on SoundCloud. You can search for Preach Network there. Both shows, uh, both uh, Tales from the Crib and Preachcast are there. Uh, check out our new, uh, newly uh, revamped website over at Preach.us. And, you know, I look forward uh, to, being, uh, to being back at our new home on SoundCloud and talking to all you guys. Have a great, great weekend.